You are listening to ReachMD XM233, the channel for medical professionals. Regardless of our specialty in medicine, we all have business objectives to meet. Increasing revenue is usually one of the highest priorities in any of our practices. Delayed or denied claims have a direct impact on our bottom line. Welcome to the Business of Medicine. I'm your host, Dr. Larry Kaskill. Today we are joined by Bob Gatewood. Bob is an expert in the field of practice management technology and product development. He is the Director of Revenue Cycle Product Development at Athena Health, Inc., and oversees their unique revenue cycle management offering. Athena Health, Inc. is the nation's largest provider of on-demand revenue cycle management solutions to medical practices, managing over $2.3 billion in physician revenues a year for 10,000 medical providers around the nation. Bob was instrumental in the product's initial development and expansion. Welcome to the show, Bob. Thanks, Larry. It's a pleasure to be here. Bob, I'm just a lowly physician, and I need your help in defining what is revenue cycle management. <laughs> you mean that, that term doesn't... Uh, it doesn't ring any bells. <laughs> revenue cycle management to Athena Health, uh, and we called it that to really to differentiate it from the traditional world of practice management information systems or, or medical billing systems. Revenue cycle management to Athena Health is a holistic approach to managing a medical group's income. We treat the whole patient in that regard, and we look at all, all contributing factors and, and all processes that play an important role in the physician's personal income, which is the ultimate goal of revenue cycle management. Can you elaborate a little bit about the cycle itself? Even with the rise of consumer-directed health care, and we'll talk about that, I'm sure, a little bit later, most patients still have third-party payers. They come in with some insurance, and the point is to provide the service, document the service correctly, and then to get paid for that service as quickly as possible. You know, that is the medical billing cycle, and it's something that, that every physician usually has to deal with at some point or another. In order to turn a service into a paycheck, there are at least 40 different things that have to go correctly throughout the process. The, the person at the front desk who takes the call has to get the person's name and insurance information correct. They need to make sure that any referrals are processed prior to the encounter. When the patient presents in the office, um, they've got to get that insurance card, make sure it's valid, check eligibility, get the number correct in the system. When, you know, when the services come back from the physician, usually it's on a piece of paper if you're not using the electronic medical record yet. Those codes have to be entered correctly. The codes have to be submitted to the correct insurance company. The insurance company has to get it and adjudicate the whole thing, and then you get a check. And then really, in a sense, the process starts. So if a payment comes in, you've got to make sure that the payment was correct for the service provided and for the agreement that physician has with that insurance company. Um, if it comes back as a denial, you've got to figure out what was wrong with it and potentially resubmit it. In order to run that process effectively and to its optimal possibility, a, a physician's business really has to operate well on a whole bunch of different dimensions. You've got to have the staffing right. You've got to have the right policies and procedures. You've got to have the right staff sitting at the desk that have to be motivated correctly um, to, to get the information into the system that results in the payment. So Athena's approach, and, and the reason we call it revenue cycle management, is because we lived that life. The, the company started out almost 10 years ago owning physician groups, and um, we, we walked into a situation that we really weren't ready for at the time. We didn't understand how difficult and how messed up getting paid was for a physician. Out of our experience, uh, Athena Collector and the revenue cycle management concept, as we describe it, was born. 
all the odds are stacked against us to get paid. You need all the stars aligned in a certain order. And even then, we still might not get our claims paid because they like to deny for any reason under the sun. Right. And it changes all the time. So what it takes to get paid today may not be what it takes to get paid tomorrow. And the insurers, the payers, have all the resources in this relationship. They've got the actuaries. They've got the MBAs. They've got the databases and the expensive management systems. Should we call, so, should we call them the enemy from now on? <laughs> I don't know. I mean, we work with them too. I mean, we're, we're sort of a broker in the relationship between the physician and the payer because we make the payer's lives easier too. We can, we can go a little more into that uh, later if, if we want to. But they're constantly changing their requirements. And if the physician or the physician staff doesn't stay on top of it, then the paycheck gets smaller without the staff having done anything wrong, necessarily. Bob, does it matter how big the doctor's group is? I mean, uh, does a one-man solo shop need something like this, or is it usually just larger groups? I think the, the one-man solo shop needs it even more, because the solo is at such a disadvantage. I mean, it's, it's David versus Goliath at that point. The solo practitioner can't afford his own MBAs or an expensive management team to fight back against what the payers are doing. So a, a revenue cycle management service is a key component to a solo practitioner being able to stay independent. And, and most solos are practicing as solos because they don't want to be in large groups. And Athena Collector and, and our revenue cycle management approach represents to them the best possible weapon in the fight to stay independent. Large groups typically have more sophisticated management. They have professional managers. They've got more complicated org charts and separation of duties and things. And a large practice probably look at their goals as growth. So they're trying to stay ahead of the market and to innovate and to expand um, in order to survive. And revenue cycle management to them really is about the data, the, the, the time to plan strategically and to execute their strategic plans, and also about the information and the insight that comes out of that rich database of revenue. So they get a lot of operational data that they need in order to make good business decisions. What's happening uh, in terms of now and going forward? How's the market of revenue cycle management solutions changing and evolving? Well, the industry as a whole is changing. So um, we're seeing a lot more electronic information flying around. When we started out in this 10 years ago, um, most of the claims happened on paper, and, and most medical practices weren't integrated with the payers for things like eligibility verification or claim status inquiry or even electronic remittance advice. So we've seen a lot of progression over the past 10 years towards a more modern uh, infrastructure. So we're, we're starting to approximate what happens in the financial services industry with payments flying around electronically and really the use of cash and checks has, has gone way down, obviously. That's one megatrend that we've seen, and that has has helped a lot and has made revenue cycle management for any medical group a little easier. So now there, there are websites, and to get the information you need to manage the process of, of producing the physician's paycheck, the, the rise of the electronic medical record has also been an important change in the industry. When we started out in 97, one of the first things that I, we thought we were going to buy an EMR system in 1997 to install at the practices we owned. Uh, we were uh, an OBGYN physician practice management company. And so I went around and looked at 
at all the EMRs that were available at the time, we decided not to move at that point. We thought that the industry was it was a little immature. And, and we also, from our experience in revenue cycle management, we realized that the clear first priority for medical management was revenue cycle. There was so much waste. There was so much money being left on the table. There was so much money being frittered away on, on just the friction between the payer and the provider just communicating. There was there were, there were so many barriers to the flow of information that uh, we focused our energy there. And our strategic decision was that EMRs can't really happen. It doesn't make it wouldn't make sense to install an EMR until your revenue cycle was under control. Tell me a little bit about what your day to day job is. What do you do as the boss? My day to day job is to understand the market and and to understand our customers and what our customers are getting out of Athena Collector, which is our revenue cycle management service. So I spend a lot of time on the road with the sales team, talking to prospects, um, understanding what our prospects' needs are and how they look at the return on investment of Athena Collector. Um, I also spend a lot of time with our operations team in, in planning the roadmap for what we do. So, for instance, we're very focused right now on uh, on getting ready for NPI, the, the National Provider Identifier. There was a deadline on May 23rd that they right they, they pushed they, that they, back. They've, they've taken the yeah they've taken the pedal off, their their foot off the pedal a little bit on it. It's a good case study to talk about NPI and, and, and what we're doing there. So NPI, new new number format. Every physician is required to have NPIs. Medical groups have to have their own group numbers, and you've got a. It's a pretty complicated setup of numbers and subnumbers. So a medical group has to first of all understand that. Then they have to make sure that their software, if they're using software, is compatible with NPI. And a lot of software vendors have forced their customers to upgrade to the latest version. So that's created a lot of churn in the market. Athena's approach, because of our of our architecture and our approach to revenue cycle management, we did a lot of that for our clients and didn't end up needing to charge them for any of it. So because of our consultative relationship with our customers, we called them all and we said, hey, you know about this NPI thing, right? And many of them said, what's NPI? So we educated them about uh, about the standard, and then we helped them think through what their number structure should be because it has certain, you know, there are a lot of technical considerations in, in setting up your NPI. So we walked them all through that. We made sure that they got their NPIs, that they were structured correctly, that they were input into the system. We tested claims for them. We made our software compatible with NPI and didn't charge any upgrades. We never charge upgrades or anything. But that project in itself is something that was very important. If, if we hadn't have done that for our clients, their revenue may have stopped. You know, if this May 23rd deadline hadn't been extended, then, you know, it was quite likely that if a, if a customer wasn't ready, that they wouldn't get a paycheck that month. So we, we took that on. So I spent a lot of time understanding the industry and, and working with our operations folks and staying on the road to make sure that I understand what our clients need. Sounds like no matter what comes down the pike, you guys are ready because you can adapt and the software doesn't have to be in place. If your listeners aren't familiar with it, the, the approach that Athena Health has taken towards this is, is that we don't install software on anybody's machine. All the software is, runs over the Internet. It's available on the web. It runs as a software as a service, similar to the way Salesforce.com is. We back that up with a service team. So we've got uh, several hundred medical billing experts. We call them revenue experts, revenue specialists that work here on behalf of our clients. And what they do is they watch the claims that kick out of the system. So if, if there are any denials or claims that don't go through or things that get underpaid or 
uh, if a payer comes back and says, uh, well, I'm not paying for that procedure because it's part of this other procedure, or you're still inside the global period, so I'm not going to pay it. We look at all those things, and our experts evaluate whether we should put a rule into the system that changes the behavior of the system. So they're learning things, and then they're inputting their learnings into the software to change the way the software behaves. So um, for instance, if we learn that a payer has started to deny a certain type of procedure because they decided it isn't medically necessary. We'll figure that out quickly. We'll put a rule in the system and we'll make sure that our clients then attach supporting documentation to that. And by the way, any, any of the claims that were denied uh, because of medical necessity, we'll appeal those and get those paid for our customers. So it's a virtuous cycle of software and knowledge and work all interacting together to have this process evolve along with what's going on with the payers. I'd like to thank our guest, Bob Gatewood, for helping to explain the labyrinth of revenue cycle management. I'm Dr. Larry Casco, and you've been listening to the Business of Medicine on ReachMD XM233, the channel for medical professionals. For comments and questions, send your email to xm at reachmd.com. Thank you for listening.